0: Hello and welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast, the world's number one guitar podcast. I am your host, Joe Branton, joined this week by Matt Knight. Hello there. And Jay Cross.
2: Joe, Matt, great to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: (laughs) Yes, it's it's lovely to have you back, Jay. I'm never sure. I feel like my introductions are getting more enthusiastic and and, uh, I may be like going over... You know, this is too far now. They're too too enthusiastic. I maybe need to really it read it back in a little bit.
2: I mean, I, I feel like I've always been open about the fact that the more mm. enthusiastic you will be in the intro, the less enthusiastic yes. I will be in the intro.
0: That that is something you I, have. I just think clear you
2: know about. there needs to be balance to the force. Mm.
0: That uh, you are absolutely right. You're and absolutely you
2: know, right. with old old man Marky P not on the podcast anymore, someone's got to be the one who <laughs> is you know the pe- the one that people don't like. Well, and, um, yes you know obviously that obviously that used to be you and mm. you had that like you know heel change and now you're the the, the nice one and yeah. uh yeah, yeah. I just i just you know, just I'm just here to play play the role of the bad guy. That's all. Well, I, for all I these enjoy stupid it. Stupid idiots that listen to this stupid <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. See you
2: Springfield. <laughs> I don't
0: know. <laughs> well, i i uh, i i enjoyed I enjoyed dear listener. If you were part of the the Facebook group, the Guitarheads group, I enjoyed that. Jay managed to find uh, a car with a number plate that said "Hate Joe" and uh, <laughs> took a picture of himself next to that. I did enjoy that. That was that was. I've been. I went out today looking for something that said hate jay or you know, I don't know, anything <laughs> like that. I, I was looking at number plates for hours and it I barely got any work done. I couldn't find my, anything. Nice productive day. Uh yeah. no,
2: honestly, so I was out for I was out for a walk with my girlfriend and uh she was the one who saw it and I was almost rolled. I was almost literally giddy. giddy I was, I was, I was, I was in the middle of Brighton and I was laughing so loudly. And she was like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> and I just about managed to compose myself enough to take that photo. I Amazing, so funny, absolutely perfect. <laughs> I right, don't this, really this. hate you, Joe. It's just no. professional dislike. No, that's
0: exactly, all. exactly. And uh, on the on the subject of podcast hosts, if you're a if you're a Patreon subscriber uh at the five or ten dollar tier and you're you're heading over to our Patreon after this. We do have something very extra special with uh with you know original man himself Mark Handman joining us. So, you know, do come do do head over and join us for some I I think it's a quiz. I don't know. I sort of asked him to do a quiz a couple of weeks ago and I uh, I forgot about it and then a couple of hours ago he messaged me and was like, Are we still doing a thing tonight? So I assume it's a quiz. But oh. um, and then and then he's definitely forgotten.
2: Yeah. And then uh we're actually seeing each other all together. I mean without Matt because, you know. Yeah. We didn't invite him. But uh, the three of us are going to be together in a pub this mm. week this week. Maybe That's we'll right. maybe we'll post some pictures what, of that nice of, us, pub of us having a nice, you know, me drinking a Guinness, you drinking a gin and Mark drinking some <laughs> nice tepid room temperature water
0: <laughs> yes yeah, that, that sounds a bit spicy for mark if you ask me but uh yeah we'll see it, it's it's going to be lovely but um i want to get into the 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 I was going to say the meat of it, but as a vegan, I want to say that the, uh, the the satan of it. Yeah, I want to get into the tofu of this podcast, and uh, um, and and because we've got a lot of cool things to talk about. First of all, actually, before we go any further, I want to welcome our new patrons. I haven't done it for ages. I so keep keep forgetting. But welcome Neil Pike and Adrian Harper, who have both joined. Uh, joined joined as Patreon, so thank you very much. And if you do Couple want legends. to if you do want to get involved, dear listener, head over to patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds and all the information there on how to become a patron, a patreon supporter, whatever you want to call it. This week, finally, finally, after months and months of waiting, um, I received, well, it's it's for Matt, but you know, I still received it here, um, a squire. Classic vibe basics in shell pink. Oh, I'm
2: well, um, what, um, what so long? I, I've, you know, <laughs> I'm sort of bored of my one now, to be honest. I've had it so long, it's just, oh, it's just become a little bit, I don't know.
0: Well, yeah, and I've been we thinking can't... about
2: what the next, the next, uh, uh, weird unplayable guitar I can get is going to be.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's, well, well yes. Yeah. So I, I, I don't have the connections that you have, Jay, but, oh, okay. um, but I was really happy with it. And what was really nice is because I've got the old 2013 vintage Vint modified mod, yeah, of course. basics here that I've made a, a few adjustments to, it was really nice to to kind of A-B them. I mean, sort of straight off of the bat, the, the bridge that the classic vibe comes with is is literally the bridge that I have upgraded to on the Vint mod because, of course, you had the... I don't know what they call those bridges where they don't have a, a place for the string to sit where it's got loads of them. It's like all... Uh, machined do you know do you know what they're called no, uh,
2: no what do you matter. mean? oh you mean as opposed to there the, the being very a single as opposed yeah. to there being a single groove
0: yeah there's loads yeah, I d- of grooves
2: I, d- I don't know I think it, I, I'm sure there is a name for it I, I, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know ba- what it is. a bad
0: bridge but you know that's that's what you used to but get it's, on the, vi- on the... it's, it's
2: vintage correct though isn't
0: it it's vintage correct yes exactly but yeah it didn't work so well you know I think you get away with them on things like Jaguars and stuff like that but on a on a base six, something with such low tension strings anyway it, it was it was a bit tricky, so I upgraded that. The, the classic vibe literally came with that bridge, so that was one thing completely I think it's, it's just a Mustang bridge, isn't it? Yes, yes, it is. Just a Mustang bridge, but yeah. it's you know that the Mustang bridge is a good bridge. It's a great yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. simple. I like that. You know, to be honest, it works more like a Gibson bridge in that sense. You know, it, with just the two bits that you adjust on either side. I really like that simplicity. So, um, so that was very good. That was very good off the bat. Came with light, pretty light string, like. I would say almost disappointingly light like strings. Like I, I, I defy <laughs> anyone to get a note out of the low E-string with the strings it ships on. So I don't know why it ships with them, but that's an easy fix. That's a very easy fix. And of course, yeah, I'm always to try-
2: learn how to play guitar. That's yeah. your easy fix. There,
0: mate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I'm, I'm you know, I'm going to put silly strings on it and, and I'm trying to drop it like a tone and, string, and things like string. that anyway. So. I, I look yeah. forward to
1: playing it in the future then, Joe. Absolutely <laughs> unplayable from Jay Branton.
2: <laughs> yeah, when, Joe, when Joe's found the only company in the world who make uh, flat wound bass six strings in, mm. uh, you know, 56 to... 300
0: gauge string or whatever <laughs> well it did i did order some flat well labella do flat one well, basic strings they're 75 pounds a pack um so i have bought a, a set of those to to go to go on this basic on system. matt's guitar yeah great on I, guitar, I can't yeah. wait to
1: snip them straight off <laughs> <laughs> not not knowing the price i'm just gonna you post know, them post out. them back to joe
0: <laughs> thanks thanks matt thanks um but yeah, you know sort strange side everything was great and I thought the thing that was that was most notable is bare my vintage mods got these um like this i think at, at the at the moment i've got um oh I can't remember the name of the string company it, i've got a custom set of strings of basic strings on there that go like right up to a, a 105 so that are they the know, so new tones new tones yeah i just i yeah. don't know why. i just it's slipped my mind thank you thank you yes it yeah. was uh, the the uh, the new tones i had them make me a custom set of basics it's there they're on my vint mod basics at the moment and yeah they've got a little bit of wear so they're not going to be as zingy as the out the box classic vibe but other than that, I haven't changed the pickups in the Vint mod, so I was interested to A, B them close together, and I was surprised to find that the classic Vibe pickups were notably, and I, I really think this, because I expected them to be the same pickups, to be honest, but they were notably better. There was um, more uh, more clarity, more depth to the pickups, more of a difference between the three pickup settings. Like, uh, I found with the Vint mod, what you're choosing between is you know, because you've got the three switches for each independent pickup and you've got a bass cut. And I found with the Vint mod, what you're trying to do is not make it sound bad. That's that's mm. the aim. You're just like, it doesn't matter what you're choosing. You're just trying to find the sound that's, that's all right. Whereas on the Classic Vibe, I was like, all of these sounds are great and they all do something different. You know the bridge pickup on its own with a bass cut makes for a great sort of tic-tac-y baritone sound. Um, you get like if you want to palm mute, maybe play with your thumb and just have the have the bass uh, uh, the the bass cut off, and just have the neck pickup. You get great sort of like a, the sort of tones that like John Lennon has on the. You know, on the Let It Be record stuff, you know, those sort of like really traditional subby dubby bass tones. And if you use the neck and the bridge pickup together, you get this lovely almost jazz bass sort of uh, humbucking thing. You know, by having the two single coils next to each other, this lovely almost slightly scooped tone, which which I thought was lovely. It's kind of like a an, an in between setting on a Strat, that sort of thing. It has something a little bit vibey and funky about it, but. Yeah. Sorry, that was a big monologue about the the basics and its pickups. Really, really impressed. Really impressed. Like a, a very good, because I think they're about £400, a, a very good uh, £400 spend, especially with the colour and the matching headstock, Vin, like the vintage tint lacquer.
1: And uh, you know, first thing, uh put a mastery bridge set on it. That costs more than the guitar. Um <laughs> and uh away we go. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um I'll be honest, I didn't even get the the, the tremolo arm out of the box. I was like I'm no, not no, going no. to use this. Yeah, have you um sorry have,
2: Jay have thought about sorry, Matty, have you have you thought about uh incorporating it into a polymath
1: at all? Do you think you could get away with it? I'm not we- very good, Jay. I don't think I could be in Polymath. Oh. <laughs> um to be honest i only really like things in four or four and you know <laughs> flat wound strings are just not my bag so I, I to be honest i don't think i'll probably i think also they probably want to keep joe for a little bit like oh that. okay fair enough fair enough fair
0: enough. um we, we do actually we we use the vintage modified on uh, actually everything we've recorded since we've got it oh we, okay we it, uh, only when we were recording we've never never found a place for it live although Maybe we will do now. Certainly, having a sax and the 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 synths and organs taking up more space, it frees me up a little bit to maybe do something with a bass six. What we traditionally do, and I think this is great. This this applies for anyone uh, who's you know thinking about getting a bass six. Fantastic way to double up guitar riffs. Um, yeah, you know, I appreciate you can do that on a bass guitar, but it's a different sort of sound. Like using you running it into a guitar amp, using the bass cut so it doesn't have so much low end. It's a great way of having, you know, sort of a baritone alongside your lead guitar. But you know, whereas on a baritone, you're going to be transposing. Certainly, if you're playing anything in E standard, mm-hmm. you're going to be then transposing on a baritone, working out if you can do this riff in the same way because it's just a you know all the guitar notes it's it's great for that sort of thing so
2: how so how but how are you doing that in what are you playing it then when you record it because obviously tim is the the guitarist in your band is left-handed
0: uh he is left-handed but he he plays right-handed guitars as in he strings upside down so it's it's, it's it's the same for him
1: hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place As oh, okay. A, as in oh, a right... A, yeah, he just, see, he just puts it on mean. his lap
0: okay. upside down. His, gotcha. his thinnest gotcha, gotcha, string gotcha. is closest yeah, to course. the top. So, uh, so yeah, so most of the time it is him doing it, like save me learning Understood. a part right, in the okay. studio. But, but yeah, just just really good. It's a great colour. I mean, it, the matching hairstyle thing is lovely. I hope they continue to do more things like this. And the classic vibe for me fixes all the issues that were there with the vintage modified. I just think it's... A, a really good base, Matt, I think you're going to love it. What What other mods do you think you'd like to do with it, Matt?
1: Um, to be honest, I'm just a bit jealous that I've seen loads of people with offset guitars and put mastery bridges on, and I really just want to know what they're like. Um, <laughs> but obviously, they, as you said, they've they've adjusted uh, or changed some of the things from the very first one, the bridge being the main thing. Um, so I I don't know. I think the only thing I, I would prefer, perhaps, is a torque card on it. <laughs> Really? Yeah.
0: Yeah, maybe. Um
1: but otherwise, I don't know. I think it'd be quite good. I I'm just wondering what I went to our friend's uh James's home of tone to see what sort of uh, obviously he's an offset uh you know, big offset fan and uh what they offer and I wondered if there were things like <clears throat> McNelly replacement pickups if they've done anything for a bass six mm. Um, specifically but can't seem to see anything so I don't know if anyone out there makes a bass sex, uh, sex base six <laughs> Uh six sets um, of um, pickups perhaps sunbear would do something similar but I don't know if the pickups in there are good you play it and you don't need well, to do anything you don't need to well, do anything here's
0: the thing here's the thing Matt we, we don't just have to have base six pickups in there there's nothing to stop us rooting out the the instrument and fitting something else don't forget it's it's guitar pickup sized so you know if you look at jack bruce's basics that he played in cream he actually had like a little gretch filter trons um, oh, i was gonna say th-
1: imagine three filtertrons that would look yeah awesome
0: i think we should do something like that let's not replace them with another basics pickup because to be honest these pickups are fine like they're perfectly good i i think the nuance of improvement would would almost not be worth the money we'd spend on three new pickups i i think we should go for something different does it have to be a matched set maybe we're you know maybe we go for something a bit chunkier in the neck and maybe something a bit more aggressive in the bridge you know Um, we can do
1: anything is it is it uh, Jay might know the answer to this question. Is it swimming pool route underneath, or is it uh, routed for three single coils? I, I think it. it's routed for three single coils. I can't imagine it would be a swimming yeah. pool route. Yeah, I, I, I haven't,
2: have. I haven't um, taken the plate off mine, but I'd be very surprised if it was
1: anything other than three singles. Yeah, M- that, me that too. Would make sense, um, yeah. but it would be cool if underneath it was. Uh, it was that would be <laughs> that would. <laughs> well, be there's
0: that, cool. you know, I I don't mind taking a hammer and a chisel to it. You know, we can. Uh, I think we can sort this out. We should just be creative with the pickups that we I, choose. I do for. not
1: want you with a chisel <laughs> anywhere near anything that is partly or fully owned by myself. <laughs> um,
0: that's uh, that's reasonable. That's yeah. Fair enough.
1: Um, you know, it's 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 not sensible. Do not put a chisel in Joe Branton's hands. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's a mistake many make. Not twice, <laughs> not twice. However, um, <laughs> uh, but
0: Matt, uh, uh, speaking of things that you own or would like to own, oh, that was an okay segue. I, I'm happy with that one. Um, you you saw one of your your dream Stratocasters arrived on eBay recently. Well, I,
1: I say I say dream stra- I mean, It's not exactly you know. Uh, You know, some sort of like crazy sparkle finish shell pink, you know, custom shop. But my first proper guitar, um, you know, I I was torn at age 14 between an Ibanez Ergodyne, uh, you know, guitar (laughs) or a Fender hot rodded American fat Strat. Um, and you know, I went for the Ibanez, uh, no, I, I, went, I, my first proper guitar was a Fender hot rodded American fat Strat or, or, a Texas fat Strat, uh, which they only made between 2001 and 2003 oh. in shoreline gold with a purloid plate. And I sold it when we worked at GAC to pay for the telly (laughs) that i ultimately sold (laughs) also my esquire to to buy i think i don't know i sold it for something um i sold it i think the day i put it in the shop which is always again another bat. it's just the worst sign if you put it on display and someone buys it straight away you know you've made a mistake (laughs) and um yeah I, i don't know i was thinking about this guitar the other day and and i think me and um Amy were going through loads of old pictures of us uh, to hang up uh, around the venue that we're getting married at. And I saw a picture of me playing that guitar. And I was like, that was a great guitar. There was nothing ever wrong with that guitar. I just, again, got blinded by something um, sh- slightly more sparkly. <laughs> um, and I really miss it. And I never, you don't really see them come up for sale what what defines them what what is a hot rodded it sounds like all the buzzwords in one thing a
0: hot rodded american fat strat texas special that's like every word vendor have ever used to describe a high output guitar um Guitar nerds are teaming up with Music Nomad. Since 2010, Music Nomad Equipment Care has been making premium and innovative guitar care products used and trusted every day by top guitar repair shops, guitar makers and touring techs in over 40 countries. Pro quality but affordable, Music Nomad is also the go-to for countless guitar players around the globe to help guitars look sound and play their best. After two years of research and development, and in a collaboration with top guitar repair shops, Music Nomad has developed the Keep It Simple Setup. They demystified the guitar setup process by developing innovative precision gauges and tools combined with step-by-step general guidelines anybody can follow and set up their guitar to play and sound great. With their KISS method and their gauges, you can check the vital areas of your guitar and use their toolkits to perform your own setups. They have a 24-page instructional booklet available in 7 languages, downloadable for free, loads of how-to videos, as well as complete setup video tutorials for popular brands such as Fender, Gibson, Taylor, PRS and more. Not only is it fun, but a properly set-up guitar takes your playing and sound to a whole new level. Learn more at Music nomadcare.com follow them on social media with app music nomad care and kiss your guitar with music nomads keep
1: it simple set up it has a seymour duncan pearly gates in the bridge which is the billy gibbons pickup and then it has two texas specials in the neck and the middle uh, and then obviously hot rodded because it had the humbucker rather than three singles um Uh, I think it was one of the first strats to have rolled fingerboard edges as well, really early on, rolled fingerboard edges, jumbo frets, um, and had the, I don't know if this is still a thing on American standards or when they stopped doing them, but it had the block um, on the Trem, it was um, the block saddles rather than the pressed saddles. Is that still a thing? Do they still? Is it just blocks on the normal American pros? Uh,
2: they, I think those, the the blocky ones, I think, disappeared with the elites. So, on so the now it's right, on so the ultra, which is kind of you know the the modern style the of successor. American guitar. I think that has got more kind of vintage-looking
1: ones. I I, I actually can't remember. I was was just trying to think off the top of my head. Um, And then has the two-point trem. You know, it it was just a well-built, smooth guitar. Um, And uh, every now and then, just, you know, you get lost in a bit of an eBay hole. And um, the exact guitar from the exact year in the exact colour with the same fingerboard has turned up... Um for sale in a shop in Wolverhampton. You could definitely you could definitely put it on a credit card. I could, but I also have to put a wedding on a credit card. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> um and uh, that I think that is probably slightly more important than, than buying a guitar that I owned ten there, years ago. There are always more credit cards, Matt. the joe brandon school of finance (laughs) yeah
2: um Um, matty to answer your question yeah it's i'm not sure if they're exactly the same ones but there are that kind of blocky um bridge saddles on the american ultra strat and on the player plus right um because they're kind of more synonymous with the modern type of playing, I guess, rather than the, the more classic, right. uh, you know, vintage
1: bridge styles, I guess. Right. Um, I've also, I'm just looking at pictures again, and this guitar has a very small but distinct mark on it, which I seem to remember. <laughs> so this might even no. be the guitar that no. I actually once sold. Um, I really want it to be. I, I'd have no idea because I I, I have no written recollection of the serial number anywhere. Maybe I took a picture of it at some point. Um, Yeah, they put ash body with a teal green metallic finish. I mean, that is not right. It is is shoreline gold. Uh, It's just aged incredibly well. Um, And the pearloid's gone that sort of really weird, like smoky yellow. smoker's,
0: yeah, smoker's pearl,
1: yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm just looking at it now going... Buy it. And, then, and then at the bottom of the description, it says, "Want it cheaper? Buy direct from our website." <laughs> Great, <laughs> there you go, the classic eBay seller there. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, one day,
0: uh, one day, Matt, you'll get there. You'll get there. Uh, well,
1: we'll see. But yeah, that that was in 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 some ways my my dream guitar. I don't. I think it. Well, it might hang around. Probably not everyone's cup of tea, but um, probably
2: not now. You've told everyone how good it is. Oh well, I'm hoping that some
1: some generous generous listener will be like oh i felt sorry for matt i'm just, I'm just gonna have to buy that guitar for him and then uh, you know it'll just turn up on my doorstep i live in london just post it to matt guitar nerds matt, london high street london and um and it'll you know i'm the only matt in london you know and um you know it'll turn up at my door one day <laughs> wow we can wow. only dream you can you can
0: only dream now it's now speaking of ebay Oh, more more segues. Last week, uh, last week uh, when Jay wasn't on the podcast, but I asked, uh, I asked you, Matt and and Mikey and Thorpey for some advice because it's fast approaching. My, uh, my you know, one of my best friends, the guitarist in my band, Tim is he's gonna, gonna be forty in a couple of months. Um, so you know, so we, we all thought the band thought we'll, we'll buy him uh, a new amplifier. Because you know he 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 plays like this. He plays a dual katana rig at the moment, which is absolutely fantastic and so wonderful for the ease of him being able to record at home with a you know very the same sound as he's got live and a very similar sort of recording tone. It's it's great. They're they're great. They're absolutely brilliant. But and and sorry, listener. I appreciate I did all this last week when we went into the studio. He recorded with an old sixties AC thirty and um, a Fender DeVille in as a, as a stereo rig. And it was, it was wonderful. It was just the best it ever sounded. And, uh, you know, afterwards he's been like, maybe I do need to get, maybe I need to get something valve again. Maybe I need a Vox AC30, something like that. And so I started looking around for options and I'd certainly made my own shortlist of, of suggestions. Um, and one of those I, I, was the the discontinued Fender Breaker eighteen thirty. But then when I asked you guys, you said, oh, that's probably not the right thing for Tim." Unfortunately, at that point in time, I'd already put a bid in, <laughs> albeit dr- the only bid on a on a listing on eBay, and there were no other bids, and it finished yesterday. So, uh, so I, I won a, a Fender Breaker eighteen thirty for uh, for like two hundred quid,
1: but. Oh, dear Joe. Yeah. Um, Only you could do something so foolish. Um <laughs> no, I it does just briefly remind me of the time that when we sold the slash aged and signed Les Paul in the shop that was 10,000 pounds came in once and someone had bought it online we we're like wow and then later that afternoon uh, someone from the mail order team phoned up and went yeah the, the guy just phoned up he was drunk um didn't, didn't really want it and um just made a, a serious error we we're like ah uh, and uh, I that's
2: of, amazing. I, I didn't provide. I don't remember yeah, that. Yeah, I, really I do. Funny. I do
1: remember that. um And then I think the guy that I sold it to, I said, "Look, it's, it's ten thousand pounds." He said, "Sort of, what sort of deal could you want?" And he'd been playing an American SG Standard at that point. And I looked at it and went, "I tell you what, if you buy that, I'll give you the SG Standard." So that was the deal. Really? <laughs> yeah. Amazing. <laughs> um But, uh, yeah, anyway, Joe, it's another one of those classic uh, drunken, um, (laughs) oh, yeah, I'm going to bid on that and then Well, uh, I thought it would go up. I was putting out
0: I tend to do this thing where I'll read about something. In this case, you know, I'm reading about the amps, and I'm like, yep, yep, this is definitely the one, and then I'll go and put a bid on it. And then I'll read about a couple more, and I'll be like, maybe it's not the right one. But, you know, I normally get outbid, but in this case, (laughs) I didn't. So, so – I don't know. I'm probably still going to buy Tim a another amp. Maybe I don't know. Maybe this will sound great. I really like the idea of it. Um, you know, it's just dead simple. Like, there's no, uh, there's no gain, and you know, there's no input output controls on there. You've just got volume, and you've just got two channels. One's 30 watts. One's 18 watts. The 30 watt channel gives you uh, three bands of EQ. The 18 watt gives you just a, a master tone. I love the simplicity
1: of that. That that's great. They were really um, short-lived. That 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 particular one. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. I, I it's, think it, I remember them being weird. okay. Like the,
2: the the Basebreaker series, I think, was always kind of when when it first launched. When we were at the sh- when we were at GAC, the it was the the low wattage ones that we were excited about, like the 007 and the and the fifteen. I think those have really stood the test of time, and I think the eighteen thirty maybe just sat in a, a slightly weird place because it was. You know, it, it it was a big 2x12 that mm. you could attenuate a bit, but, you no, know, really. that wasn't yeah. really the sort of amp that people... It, it was such a, like, a weird in-between mm. era uh, or, like, a weird in-between spec. You know, yeah. it was too big to be a bedroom amp, but then, you know, it didn't have some of the features that the uh like you know pedal players and live players would want and yeah it's understandable why it didn't stick around for too long I guess. it's but it's a very
1: um,
0: plain simple amp from fender it's also not very fendery in that they've gone mm. for EL84 valves it's a very vox it's a very british sounding well i think that was device. always i think that was always the idea behind the bass breakers. Of and, course, yeah. and you
2: know when 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 that uh the 07 in particular, that was the one that I was when when we worked at GAC, that was the one that I was really like, wow, yeah, mm. this is a great amp, great idea. Um, and uh and the 15 was cool as well because it was a uh an option for people who wanted something like a blues junior, but that had a bit more you know maybe a bit more girth to it i guess a bit of that
0: british chime Yeah. But, uh, yeah yeah i mean it's it's very stripped down of course you know if if you're going to make something i guess that's got that uh that's going to have that more british sound they then it then doesn't have reverb or, or tremolo which you know you, mm. you might you might get on a Vox so it's it's a yeah it's a very stripped back i think of it as a kind of a quite a good pedal platform um a good sort of clean pedal platform that then relies on that drop of wattage to give you a, a drive channel which is an extremely organic way to do it um so we'll see i am I'm, I'm excited about getting it. i mean for 200 quid
2: yeah yeah you exactly. know it's it's difficult to argue i would say at that point isn't it you know what i mean like yeah i think you've i think you've done quite well
0: exactly exactly it's you know i wish it wasn't in leighton buzzard but uh yeah, <laughs> yeah pick,
2: pick up only he does the it other is, thing. it like is <laughs> collection
0: only in leighton buzzard which is about three
2: what
0: are you gonna do uh, have, you, have you emailed the person yet i, I have i have yeah uh, and what did you say fine. well i just well okay no it's it's actually fine my dad has a classic car garage in leighton buzzard so it oh, worked, yeah, everything worked out everything yeah, has yeah, yeah, worked yeah, yeah. out
1: so yeah we'll sort that so out. your dad's gonna run it over Drop it out of the back of his car. Look, I got it home. It just didn't work. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, No, you should get him
2: to get him to respray it whilst he's got it. (laughs) That's
1: a great idea. That is a good
2: idea.
0: Put wheels on Mm -hmm. it. He's
2: got a a spray (laughs)
0: booth, didn't he? He (laughs) does (laughs) have a spray booth. Yeah, he could do that. I used to get him to respray my guitars back when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, When I had my my Blue Sparkle OLP Music Man Stingray copy, I had him. What was it? Four Dead Squirrels? Yeah, uh, yeah, was it four? Yeah, for four dead squirrels. But then I got really into the. It was Blue Spark, It was perfect for that band, like you know, punky. And then I discovered the Strokes, and started wearing velvet blazers. And of course, like a, a Blue Sparkle does well too much for that. So I had him. I had it resprayed in like a sort of sage green, like a yeah, like a a dirty mossy green thing <laughs> I don't, yeah it was uh it was bad yeah it was, it was bad it looked bad but um but it's fine it's fine you oh. you learn from your mistakes can anyway. you do can you, you do spray indeed? my
1: guitar a, a sort of
0: dirty mossy brown please <laughs>
1: <laughs> ah, it's, it's our most yeah. popular color sir <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah yeah exactly oh well oh well well um you live uh, and learn you know. do you do live and learn <laughs> joe brandon never learns <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, so someday, someday I might. Uh, Jay, you uh, you shared with us uh, like yesterday. You sent us a little like a, a Reverb link or an Instagram link, I think, to um, to a very interesting guitar by a brand we'd never heard of, Loverlet.
2: Yeah, Loverlet guitars posted this up. I saw it in. Uh, I think it was on the Sixty Cycle Hum forum, actually. Which is ah, um, right. Uh, it's a guitar podcast um, <laughs> it's for people who unaware i i know i was surprised to hear that there was more than one as well but they do exist and uh yeah no I, th- I think it was in there that i saw someone post about it and i thought wow that looks really cool it's this um this uh v-shaped guitar they call it their uh, junior v and um you know you can basically uh surmise from that description exactly what it is it's um yeah kind of a i think it's a shorter scale um v-shaped guitar with a single p90 with the dog ears um volume tone the um uh the plate is really nice really tasteful kind of art deco style that uh matches really nicely with the the uh the kind of baby blue finish of the of the guitar and um yeah i just saw it. it was really really interesting and i'd not seen um anybody do anything like that before really so i, I followed through to the instagram page um and found that they've only got a, really a handful of followers um 120 followers but by, by the time that i'm oh, looking well, at wow. it now and yeah, yeah, really, really small company. And um, they are... It appears as though they... Oh, it's Seafoam Green, apparently, according to the yeah. Reverb listing. Um, so it must be my phone that is showing up as more of a more of a blue. But, you know, as often happens. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's um, uh, a company based in Bratislava in Slovakia. And uh, they've got it up for sale for 1,300 quid, which I've got to say... Seems really, really reasonable. comes with a uh, comes with a hard case, um, nitro finish. It's got Cluson's. Uh, it is. Uh, it's um, so it's twenty four point seven five inch scale length. Um, so you know, very familiar uh, scale length. Mahogany body, rosewood board. I mean, it's got basically everything that you would want. And um, I, I I don't know where it's made, but the fact that they appear to be a you know a small company based out of Bratislava it suggests to me that. It is made in Bratislava, so really interesting. I thought this was really, really cool. This appears to be the only guitar that they've got up for sale on their reverb page at the moment, and um, nothing else in the way of information uh, about other guitars that they are selling at the moment. But, yeah, I mean, the page goes back a couple of years. Actually, they have been posting guitars up since 2017 looks like they originated as a service center um and sort of moved on to building guitars more recently so really really interesting i thought i thought the um i thought that guitar looked absolutely quality and uh yeah be keen to see what happens yeah. with them now it's always great when you see yeah they, we talk about it a lot how you know the 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 boys over at 60 cycle harm and and Blake and the Tone mob they're always getting all these cool boutique brands springing up in San Diego or Portland or the cool towns that these guys live in and you know Really, we're the ones who live in the cool town. Obviously, I mean, ex- ex- except Matty, but like you know, the, and actually, you you live in the arse end of nowhere, so not really you either, Joe. But um, no, and actually, fair. I don't live in Brighton either. Let's be completely <laughs> honest. So uh, you know, the the place where we'll pretend that we're from is is mm. really cool, but um you don't you just don't often see these kind of boutique builders springing up in europe so uh really great to see uh this company in bratislava uh springing up and i will certainly be keeping an eye on them so for if uh anybody wants to check them out it's loverlet guitars which is l-o-v-a-l-e-t underscore guitars um and yeah, very very cool. Looking forward to very
0: cool indeed. Yeah, I'm uh, watching this. Oh, space and I for can them. see
2: actually since I started talking uh, about this, I now have one mutual follower with them, and that is of <laughs> that course
0: me, Joey Good. B. Oh, <laughs> unfortunate, unfriend. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, it does. It, this guitar looks great. I tell you what, what, what is weird? The listing on Reverb got about thirty photos, well, probably not about twenty photos on there. Not one of the back of it. <laughs> I want to see the. I want to see the neck. I wanted to see how, how you know what what joint they had gone for and everything, but yeah, you know, uh, yeah. Nonetheless, it's uh, it's very very cool. Um, watch this space, I guess. With Lovalete, I'm sure something new and exciting will come soon. I might, I might reach out and be like, hey, what, what have you got happening next? Because it's very cool. Yeah, you should. I
2: thought, I yeah, I thought it's a very very cool looking guitar.
0: Indeed. Now, speaking of Instagram, that's three segues in a row. Uh, speaking of Instagram, I was—I uh, I put a little video up today when we're recording this podcast. So it went up you know, yesterday for you, dear listener, or you know, further in the past. I don't know why I've gone down this road. OK, it's its up on our Instagram. Um, I've, I've, I've been messing around with it. So Matt sent me a Boss HM2W, the Wazacraft version of the legendary heavy metal pedal um i've been messing around with it a lot using it for bass because i was finding that the eq the just the the two bands of eq you get bass and treble they're insanely versatile like really if you dime that low end it is a completely legitimate bass drive pedal you know you're losing nothing um it was very good I, i was having a great time with it and i was thinking i i because of the way the harmonics work with an HM2, you get all those sort of lovely sweeping sort of harmonic things with the HM2. I wondered how it would sound doing something soundscape So I coupled it with um, the Game Changer Plus pedal, which I essentially used as a, um, like a swell pedal. just like a volume pedal. Um, and then after it, I just put, um a, a JHS pink panther which is now the lucky cat the same thing so just a a simple digital delay which i was just using for you know sort of a a wash basically and then the the HM2 bang in the middle and i was just playing just you know a few simple chords and then swelling them in through the plus pedal into the HM2 out of the delay sounded absolutely fantastic as like just a versatile depthy detailed sounding drive i was like this this pedal is underrated i know it's not underrated loads of people have lots of respect for it but i think it's respected for you know the swedish chainsaw thing and i was like this this is so good this is it sounded everything sounded like a a vangelis synthesizer that i was doing with it I, I, you know this i appreciate is not maybe the 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 way that a lot of guitarists will want to will want to use it. i'm not saying i'm not giving you uh, information on a a way to use this pedal that everyone will be like oh great that's exactly what i needed sort of vangelis synth sounds from my guitar but uh, it is is very good a very good yeah detailed drive pedal i, I loved it
1: I, I have to say Joe, I thought the sound that you were making was very impressive. And if anyone hasn't checked out the new Guitar Nerds Instagram, they definitely should because you've made an incredible effort um, in uh, in really posting some quite fun, fun, soundy videos and some nice okay. pictures, some really good pictures, especially of the things we talked about uh, last week, but as well as the um, the basics. But yeah, I thought the sounds on that were really cool. And again, a really cool idea. Yeah. Um, to kind of use the H, something like the HM2 in, in a different way, which, you know, HM2 has less gain than, you know, a lot of the other Boss Distortion pedals that are out there. Really? Now, yeah, I mean, if you've got to think, that pedal came out in 1984, Um, you know, at that point, I think that was what our fourth or fifth distortion pedal, and was, at the time, probably one of the most distorted pedals you could buy, unless you were buying, like, a... a a fuzz um but a lot of the guitar sounds then were just cranked amps which you know mm. you know it was like a cranked marshal i guess or a cranked stack you know it's not as the the kind of thick and tight gain that you know you got 7 years later with the uh, the MT2 the gain circuit on it is relatively uh, relatively low um wow. in, in some ways but yeah i thought i thought that was really cool i thought what would be really interesting to try is actually running both of those pedals in the effects loop of the uh the plus pedal, so it only affected the kind of frozen sound. That might be a quite cool thing to try. Oh,
0: off. that's a good idea.
1: Um, so with mine, for a little while, I was running the uh old blood noise minim just into the trails, so just into the effects loop. So that just affects the just the um the sound of the the frozen note as it were and that was quite good because what you could do is turn the decay up to like max and then you know obviously you've got like the reverse and things on that as well so you could kind of almost get this i know you can kind of set the plus pedal to infinite but just you know a quick tap and then it runs through the reverb and does everything through the reverb i thought was quite cool so it's uh very yeah it's it's really good and i don't know if we spoke about it last week, Joe. Um but there was that new there's a new TC pedal that uh, the Infinite um Yeah, we didn't get
0: round to it in the end, did we? Yeah. The yeah, the the Infinite. So this is uh, I I didn't read too much about it. It's just a whole pedal, right? It's just like the freeze. Uh well, that's what I thought.
1: Um I'm surprised that actually not many um I didn't see that many people talking about it online, surprisingly. Um but actually Um, well worth watching the video because it does a lot of stuff that I think is a real improvement on something like the Electronics Freeze or even, um, you know, things like um, the Plus Pedal. Uh, I'm just loading up some of the specs now because I remember it had some crazy stuff on it. Um, So effectively an infinite sampler. um, But what's really bizarre is that you can actually have like inbuilt effects. You can have tone prints on it, um, which is bizarre. Um, You've got an effects loop. I think you can, whether you want to stack notes, you can stack chords, similar to obviously what the plus pedal does. Um, But yeah, you can also, you've got different options for layering, integrated effects loops, reverb, and onboard modulation. Um, and all of that can be tone printed and saved for control later on, as well as obviously having the effects loop on there as well. So, uh, I thought- so, so sorry, Matty, the, um,
2: the tone prints that you can select from there, are they tone prints of the sustainer or are they tone prints of, like, you know, the Hall of Fame or the shaker that you can add in...
1: Uh, no, the, I think it's it's tone prints of that actual sustainer of, of the of sustainer. The so that you, you can, can do within the sustainer, right? Um, okay, so it's not like it's
2: the, it's not like effects that are, um, yeah. I guess that's what the the effects loop is for, isn't it? Is that you can stick a reverb pedal in there or whatever?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, but it okay. does have onboard reverb, and yeah, it does have some form of onboard modulation. But I don't know. I can't remember what those modulations are in there. I think there might be a vibrato. There might be like a chorus in there, maybe. Um, but yeah, there are, but it's not the same as, yeah, the shaker or something like that as well. Hmm. Uh, looks good though, doesn't it? I think it looks great. I, I'm amazed hmm. I didn't see a more sparkle people.
0: Sparkle blue, sparkle turquoise. Yeah,
1: I'm just surprised I didn't see more people talk about it in some ways I thought it's you know sort of went under the under the radar a little bit but actually watching the demos and watching some of the stuff it can do I was like actually it's got some some mighty cool stuff in it it's worth going to have a watch of the video if you haven't already but yeah you can do things like you can change the fade in time decay time obviously um and then obviously you've got momentary or latching which is quite cool so if you want to do more of the plus pedal type thing um, and then being able to also... Yeah, there's also an, an infinite mode. Um, so you can sustain an indefinite number of layers which gradually morph together. So you can create these kind of huge sort of pads. Um, yeah, really, really cool pedal. 149.
2: Yeah, it seems reasonable, yeah, doesn't it? it seems really Very cool. reasonable.
1: So um, definitely worth one checking out. Don't know when they're going to become available. Uh, TC seem to have this habit of... Uh, sort of launching something and because I've noticed with some of their, the Behringer synths and stuff, they launch something and then it's just out of stock for like a year. Um, but definitely be cool to to try one of those and see what, you know, see what sort of sounds you can get out of it. Very cool. Yeah, it looks great. I didn't check this out at all before, but this looks
0: surprisingly wicked. I'm going to watch the videos after this, but dear listener, check it out as well. It does look awesome. Now we, we you know, we, we should continue doing, doing the news um, as we sort of started, um, let's talk about something that's... that's, that's very, this, dear listener, if you're a patron, this is why uh, the Patreon episodes had to go out a couple of hours later because this is only released at 3pm GMT on the on the Wednesday this comes out. So as we're talking about it, we're, you yeah, know, breaking embargo. If anyone else was listening, it wasn't us. But they're not, <laughs> so that's that's okay. But uh, yes, the uh, uh, the Jackson Audio, The Optimist that's what's launching it's very exciting i am extraordinarily excited about this i think i have one on its way to me and i am i am gonna play the crap out of it i am looking forward to this you're gonna love it too listener it's uh, a cory wong signature pedal so already great so we've got Corey wong already good he, you know brilliant neural dsp plugin wonderful fella, great strat he even has a good podcast everything about him's cool At the moment, very in vogue. So Cory Wong signature. We've got Jackson Audio. We know Jackson Audio are great. They've done that modular fuzz. They they had the wonderful blossom um uh you you know preamp thing that we've had. Oh, there's there was that Marshall in a box that they did. Everything they do is good. The bloom, oh, I loved the bloom, that was very good. Jackson Audio, fantastic, wonderful MIDI control, high-class quality built pedals. So Jackson Audio, Cory Wong. And it is the Cory Wong's signature MIDI controllable dual overdrive and EQ. Okay, so it's just it's an overdrive, you're saying, but it's two independent overdrives. One of the overdrives is an updated take on the mythical clon, and the other is a Timmy-style drive. So we've got a Timmy and a Clon. This is a Timmy and a Clon, Cory Wong, Jackson Audio, MIDI controllable each of the uh each of the drives has got like a master tone uh and a gain and a volume control but then they've also included a three band EQ so you can completely shape the tone and you can um you can stack you can run the drives in parallel you can oh everything is wonderful about this pedal
1: i, I think it's going to be great i uh, I tell you what i love i love Cory Wong's playing and fair play to him because he has put his name to everything <laughs> <laughs> recently and i you know i don't blame him you've got a lot of no, options no, I, you know i bought his oven mitts uh yeah i mean I, I did see that he's got some signature sounds for a pa system that's just uh, that's just come out um but this does look very very cool i mean you know we do love jackson audio stuff um, we love what they do, you know, analog control, uh, analog pedals with MIDI control is always quite cool. Uh, I like the fact that it's, yeah, it's kind of the clon. Lots of people have done the clon type thing, but I, I definitely know that, um, Corey Wong's probably using it for the cleaner side of things, but cool, cool to see the Timmy style transparent drive. Um, you know, definitely too, kind of similar drives i guess Oh, maybe the client's yeah, bit a bit yeah. more you know people call it transparent it's kind of a magical word isn't it but i like the fact it's got this active backs and door inspired three band eq um so that's very cool so you've got a uh, you know a boost and cut on the um on the eq um and having the midi control in there is quite cool i wonder what they've done with the midi control because on the other ones it's different clipping which i always thought was quite good but it in some ways was just too many options so um whether they've kind of just said oh well you can turn this one or on or off remotely and but i can definitely see this um on my pedal board somewhere. I think this is quite a cool idea and looks uh, fantastic. What a colour. I mean, that that feels like that's the Corey Wong signature colour. I think it's basically the same colour as his Strat, isn't it? Uh, Yeah, it's like a very powerful blue. Mm.
0: Um, But, you know, speaking of the colour, if this could get any better, they're actually releasing um, a limited run of these as well. Um, And I'm I'm sorry, Matt and Jay, the, the, the document I've sent you only only lists the uh the original one but there is a a limited run as well which is also blue but has more more of a sort of graphic some artwork on the on the front dear listener you'll be able to check this out now as the pedal's released and everything but they're super limited and they're the same price so i think they're the you know that limited edition one's the one to get uh if you're thinking about investing in this pedal um uh but certainly a premium priced uh drive pedal um you know, not in comparison to i guess what crons go for but 350 ish pounds is uh is what we'll be seeing these on the market for so mm, yeah y- y- i mean that's that's top i mean that's jackson audio pedals are expensive because they're so very good but it's certainly a lot for a drive uh i
1: think it's the same as all the other ones though isn't it
0: yeah yeah i'm sure it is um
1: yeah. and you know i think as well you know you're getting a lot in there i mean it that kind of feels (laughs) again i got slated for saying this before um but it 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 kind of that's just the standard cost of many of these pedals now in some ways isn't it you know 300 that chase bliss style level it's just yeah i think if you're getting all of that and they're you know they're handmade in america i think that's kind of what you're should be expecting um in, in some ways and yeah, there's a lot of time and effort that goes into all of these. Um, but, yeah, I think it's um, it's definitely really cool. I like the fact that they've also said an EQ section focuses on frequencies that you want more of in single coils and less of in humbuckers. Um, so mm. you can shape it towards what sort of guitar you're using. Um, and using both together doesn't squeal like they're both mid-level drives. So you can kind of – they're mixed together quite nicely. Yeah. Um, yeah, Joe, you're gonna have to send this one to me with that Base 6 with those flat wounds on. I think, <laughs> you know, I have to give it a real play.
0: Yeah, that's that's definitely the Base 6 with flat wounds is the perfect coupling for this this sort of pedal. Yeah,
1: yeah, know yeah. I'm really keen to try this. I think this could be a real winner. Gear, it feels it feels mm. like a real gear of the year choice for me in terms of pedals. That's, mm. That seems really nice. Yeah, I think I think it could be could be great. Could well be gear of the year.
0: Now, continuing on the on the on the pedal front, also something that's come out this year, but, but almost with the the opposite sort of uh, idea, you know, fundamentals behind it. Uh, Death by Audio have released their Germanium Filter, uh, which they're calling a love letter to sticking a pencil in your speaker. And I, I love Death by Audio as a company. Like, if you want something that is a bit rough and ready, they are the brand for you. There, there's. Uh, they, there's, there's the opposite of, of pretentiousness. Death by Audio. They are just proper, aggressive, grungy, blur. You know, it's, it's, uh, it, it's. It, they say this is built on a console style drive circuit, a, a dash of obsolete germanium transistors, a super intense DBA style filter. It's claiming to deliver a sound heavy enough to crush on and uh, sharp enough to slice a tomato. Just two controls, um, one that switches between high and heavy, a rotary between high and heavy, your your EQ, I guess, and one which is clean and dirty, so your your fuzz. The video is incredible. It's hard to talk much about a germanium fuzz pedal with two controls the video is incredible you have to watch it dear listener um, because it's so brilliantly bads like bad in, a, in 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 the most fantastic way the fella from death by audio uh, he's he's absolutely brilliant he's got this wrecked um jaguar or jazz master maybe i can't remember which one but like with with like pickups ripped out of it and then oh it's, it looks like it's been colored in you know it's, it's so fantastic it's wrecked and and he plays it he just goes crazy so he's just missing stuff and like oh it's just he's just making a racket he's showing what that pedal can do to make a racket there's no good playing here he's just slamming the guitar um it's fantastic it's It's for a super aggressive fuzz. What more could you want?
2: Uh, It looks amazing as well. I know people always give us a stick for talking too much about what pedals look like, uh, but the the graphic design behind it is really, really cool. It just, it looks really simple. Um, I mean, it looks like, something this is gonna sound really silly but it looks like um the pedal has been designed to be used in the video game worms you know i mean like (laughs) it it looks like you plant it and then you run away and then it will explode that's what that's the vibe that i'm getting from it and uh yeah like it looks really aggressive and um really simplistic design i love the kind of ambiguous uh uh control descriptions clean to dirty heavy to high i think that's really cool you know you can kind of um just interpret them how you need to based off of the the sound that you're getting from it i think it's a really really cool looking pedal
0: yeah yeah it's just it's great super simple like no nonsense yeah i guess with pedals almost with things like you know the jackson audio optimist that we're just talking about it is kind of i guess it's easy to to talk about and get excited about because there's so many features to it it does so many things it's got all this you know these these subtle nuances these great little uh you know slight adjustments on traditional designs everything's there all the bells and whistles whereas this is a very beaten path you know the a a germanium fuzz it's a very simple pedal it's just done really well um I, i i think it's gonna be fantastic the demo if you can, if you can play as bad as the playing is in this demo, and it still sound amazing, then this is a this is a pedal that I need to own. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely worth uh, definitely worth checking out, dear listener. Um, we are, in fact, we're coming up to the end of this week's podcast. Everyone, um, there's so many more exciting things to talk about, which we're going to bench for next week now because, well, we've we've got to go over to the Patreon, and and I I think. I think there's going to be a quiz. I don't know. I haven't done any um, revision. I haven't done any revision. I haven't done any, to this
2: one. I haven't done any revising. I hope it's not difficult.
0: Well, Me, me too. But yeah, we only time will tell. And dear listener, do do come and join us. Come over and join us on the Patreon and uh, see us flail. Uh, with our lack of awareness of what we are walking into. Um, And and you can, of course, become a Patreon supporter for as little as a dollar a month. At the dollar tier, you'll get this episode ad-free and early every week. Five dollars gets you access to the Patreon special episodes and our entire back catalogue. $10 $10 gets you a lot. Plus, I'll sing you my thanks at the end of every episode. Find us on all your favorite social media platforms and join the Guitar Nerds group on Facebook to get involved in our weekly episode discussion. Thanks for listening. You've been lovely. We've been the Guitar Nerds. Farewell. Cheers gang. Abe Matthews, Ken Sayers, Kytopia the Man, John Angliff, Ross Edwards, Stephen Ford, Aaron Sherman, Dave Lee, Jake Gray, Scott Kennedy, Christopher Losey, Derek Rich, Blake Wyland, Rob Norfolk, Shady Short, Steve Merkel, Andy McKenzie, Brad Page, Robin Smith, Scott O'Brien, Paul Horrigan, and Moon the